Well, what is the what is the I, I read very briefly about this, but it, it is it, it has a separate threatening effect like it does with the elderly sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, only for, it's for kids that have COVID. It's not like it's now a new thing that's attacking kids. It's for kids. It's that just have a, a different pre- presentation of the same disease. Right. It's basically like this inflammatory disease that like it, it body rash and like it's, yeah. it looks awful. Right. It's, it's I guess they say it's similar to Kawasaki syndrome, I think is what they referred to it as. Okay. So you can Google that. Maybe not don't urban dictionary that, like real dictionary. <laughs> Kawasaki yeah. syndrome. Ka- Kawasaki syndrome, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Having your dick burnt by the tailpipe of a fast motorcycle. <laughs> Crotch rocket indeed. <laughs> Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. What are your t- What do you Do you guys have a take on motorcycles? I fucking I just I dislike them very much. I have a take on motorcycles. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. just like them I'm very just, much. I'm just curious because I think they're fucking ridiculous. I think they're so dumb. I okay, then cool. let me. I think they're loud. I think the people that drive them are fucking obnoxious for the most the thing part. That dr- <laughs> the thing that drives me crazy, the thing that drives me crazy about motorcycles is every fucking 65 year old man that buys a motorcycle buys a leather jacket and thinks he's a fucking badass because he spent twenty thousand dollars in something he can only drive two months out of the year. You like, have they automatically listened. they automatically think they're badass. Like it's like you're not a badass. Ass, you're a fucking account executive. It's the it's, it's the equivalent of mic- buying a fucking wow. Mazda Miata. <laughs> what? It's the yeah. equivalent of buying a Mazda Miata in the early for, 90s. Yeah, for like, older people. Yeah, like, yeah. For, like, for like you guys, seniors. You guys are out to fucking lunch on this. Uh, what? You're out to lunch on this. Some ben guy, guy, some guy in his sixties who's an account executive. If he goes and buys a motorcycle and a leather jacket, he's trying to regain his youth and he's showing off a trophy of his success. Leave him the fuck alone. No, he's not trying to be a biker. He's not trying to be a badass. Come on, he's he's led a life of restraint and control and not been a badass. He's shown up for work every day and now he's living out a lifelong dream. So leave the poor guy alone. Jesus Christ! I'll 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 leave the guy alone when he stops pulling up at a at a stop sign or at a red light, mean mugging everybody in line because he's got a fucking motorcycle. Oh, like, get out of here! That's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. They come in and they they think that they're, fa- they're they think that they're the fawns now. Like get the fuck out of here. You know something, like, yeah, guys, every, every, anybody who owns a big dog right now is listening and shaking their heads. You know why? Because big dogs are just like motorcycles. Sure, they are a tool of people who are tools. So there are uh-huh. people who go out and get big dogs so they can show off their dick. Ultimately, it's an extension of that. Can and there is a small step because enormously loud or incredibly fast motorcycles are very much like aggressive dogs. They can be used as a tool to show off your dickishness. And unfortunately, some people buy motorcycles for just that. But that doesn't mean that everybody who owns a motorcycle is a tool, just the same as it doesn't mean everyone who owns a pit bull terrier is an asshole. 
I bet you. Come on. We, I bet you if we put a poll up right now on our Facebook page that said, "Did you buy your motorcycle because you're a dick or because you just like motorcycles?" Seventy eight percent of people would say it's because I'm a dick. <laughs> no, but but like the the culture surrounding motorcycles is this thing where like they automatically think that it turns them into like this career level criminal badass. I swear no, to God, it, it changes no, people. It it, yes, it does. I've they seen it happen face masks so many like times. Of recently, yeah, they've been wearing those face masks longer than COVID, like with like the skull and shit. Like it's like a, it's you know so I mean, the wrap and it's a, skull. It's, it's bad. It's like, and they, I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they turn their nose up on people that drive cars. It changes people. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's strange. Now, it's what, very strange. What about, now, what about actual like bikers though? Like, you know what I mean? Guys, 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 guys doing it for their whole life and they've got their Harley and the, you know what I mean? The, what about those guys? Like the life, life, lifelong bikers. That's legit. Yeah. But you're That's just legit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm talking about the people that buy one with their fucking retirement savings and then pretend that they've been driving a motorcycle their entire life. Okay, like, but what? Okay, wait, now hang on though. It's what like about, me. It's like me buying two? a gun and pretending. It's like me buying a gun and pretending I've been a gangster my whole life. <laughs> so like, that that retired professional, the two retired professional couples who go and buy a Honda Goldwing touring bike with headsets and go for a cross country drive that they've always dreamed of doing. Those. Those people are trying to be badasses. They, Those people like, think they're criminals. Those people are mean mugging you at life. <laughs> Come on, you guys. It's true though. Like oh anyone, my God. It does, it's true. No, this is my my bike. My biker issue <laughs> isn't necessarily that sweet old couple. Two, my, two, my problem two. is the crotch rocket guy that's going down the fucking the the lines of the road on the fucking highway because we're that, in yeah. That's who I have a problem with. Tune in tomorrow. Says, Don't open your door. I'll fucking open my door. Yeah. Tune, tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow so you can hear Chris and Mark talk about how Japanese people take too many pictures. <laughs> of stereotype incorporated over here. It's oh, not. A, it, it's Monday it's, is poutine day. We're going to yell at people from Quebec because all they do is eat poutine <laughs> and drive like idiots and whine about the government. Chris, don't worry. Chris, don't worry. It's not. A, it's not. It's not an ethnic stereotype at all. It's. 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 It's, it's still a I've, stereotype. There's a lot of people out there riding motorcycles <laughs> who are resentful of what you're saying, as am I. <laughs> and I don't even own one. Sitting in their their headset helmets. That's right. The couple. That's right. I wonder what Ben and Chris and Mike are talking about today. Nah. Oh what? Nah. <laughs> Like, you okay, so so how, so okay, so so riding a motor. Here's this is a, this is a different angle on the same thing. It's just another reason why I don't like motorcycles. Okay, if you ride a motorcycle, you don't like motorcycles. You, we hadn't established that. If you drive, if you if you drive a motorcycle, they're dangerous, right? Don't you you take on the the, the risk of driving a motorcycle? I think depends I think on the rider. It's like, it's like sixty to seventy percent of motorcycle drivers um, get into an accident in their first year of getting a motorcycle or something like that. It's mm -hmm. a, the, the statistics are overwhelming. Uh, yes, yeah, so if cars. you accept, no, hold on. If you accept the, no, it's not. Well, it's the same thing. Young drivers are at far yeah, more. The statistics are one accident. thing. Like, 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 like. If you accept, the, this is the thing about motorcycle drivers: is they, they, they put they put the onus of their own safety on all the other drivers and all they, a lot of them, all they do is ever complain about people on the road, not not respecting motorcycles. But don't you think that maybe motorcycles are too fucking dangerous? Like, like, do you, what, what's more likely 
you staying safe on a motorcycle by, you know, taking the onus on yourself for your own safety and your own responsibility or yelling at all of society in the hopes that everybody just learns how to drive and respect motorcycles for the rest of their fucking, like for the rest of society, for the, for the, for the end of time. Like it's dangerous. It's ridiculous. And people think because they have a motorcycle, they're a badass all of a sudden. I've seen it happen so many times. I swear to go to, go to one of those Harley Davidson meets. All right. Go to one of, go to, go to one of those Harley Davidson, right? Every but no, well, I'm just saying, go to go to one of any of those motorcycle meets you want to go to. Okay, they're all like sweet little. They're they're sweet couples. They're all, when when they don't have their leathers on, and then when they go into that thing, and if you don't have a motorcycle, it's a completely they treat you completely differently. I swear to God, everybody there they put on that leather jacket and they think that they're like this badass. And they it's treat so you funny. completely differently. How would you know? And what the fuck are you doing there if you're wearing uh, cabana shorts and flip flops and driving your Jetta? What are you doing there? Yeah, well, you're mean, being treated differently. You're different. Yeah, like, like, like oh being. Oh my God. What, what are you, white guy? Are you going to go to a Black Panther meeting and say, you know, I felt a little out of place there? They didn't treat me like one of the regulars. Come on. Come on. It's bogus. Seriously, you just blew up your own argument there. No, I, no, I didn't. Be like one of them. I never. I don't want to be treated like one of them, right? Like that's. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. You're saying it's like everyone's a sweet old lady, and that you're you're like, like you're, you're you're making it as you're making it as if all of these people are just like. It's it's not it's not like that. Have you ever written one? By the way. Anyone? I'll never ride a motorcycle. I have no, no. interest in riding a motorcycle in any way whatsoever. No, my balls and dick are too big to sit on the seat. <laughs> Go take a ride on a motorcycle. It's awesome. I don't own one, but it's awesome. It's a, it's an incredible experience. I'm, no, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think this goes back to when we were talking about BMW drivers a couple days ago. Not everybody. No, assholes. Well, not everybody. <laughs> I was just gonna say, not everybody that gets in a BMW is an asshole. It might be just a sweet old lady. That's true. But, you know what I mean, we paint them all with the same brush. So the crotch rocket guy is the same as the 65-year-old uh, retiree, to, to Chris at least. I, I can separate those two. I hate the fucking crotch rocket guys. And uh, I can at least respect the guy that's worked his whole life and never had the feeling of that power between his legs. So he's like 65. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I want to feel it. I'm only 15 years away. <laughs> I, don't know. I can't wait till I feel power between my legs. My the wife same- and I... Yeah. Sorry, my wife and I had the most ridiculous, ridiculous argument last night. Mm. It's, uh, it, this file this under COVID arguments. This this might this, just think it out loud. This this might be a bit of some kind uh, because I'm sure every couple has had some argument because just that happens because they've been around each other too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? COVID yeah. arguments. Yeah. So, like, I need a haircut bad. I'm a balding man, and when you see, you see this, oh yeah, you got the fucking Costanza yeah, camera coming in. You, you see the yeah. So I've got the so when you're balding like I am, uh, not only I mean you're bald on top, but when it grows in at the sides and the back, you start getting that bozo the clown look. Mm-hmm. You start getting that. Um, uh, you look like Latka from Taxi. You start to develop that 1970s sitcom bald guy look, where it gets all curly and wispy. Do you know what I, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right. So, and I'm waking up with, and it's bad when you wake up because you've been rolling on the pillow and it's kind of sticking out. 
a little bit, right? So it's even worse. So I mentioned uh, like three weeks ago, uh, she came to me, Amanda did, and a friend of hers at work, her husband needs a haircut. And of course, everything's closed. So can they borrow the clippers? Sure. So they borrowed the clippers. Well, last Whoa. night I'm like, okay, hold on, it's, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. What? Borrowing clippers? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Do they clean them before they come back? I just said, yeah, like, well, no, <laughs> nobody's touching my clippers. Any, conti- anyways, continue your story. Yeah, yeah I would never people. let anybody touch my clippers. Ah, fuck it, I don't care. You never know anyway. what the last thing he shaved was. Ugh. I know. The never, guy. Conver- He's not going to do his not sack, and then yeah, conversely, you wouldn't know. Like, if I nobody, I. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lend out my clippers because I'd be like, dude, you don't want these clippers. No, we have, no, we have the conversation. I have two separate pairs. Mm, okay. That's a right. the dog. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have, no, I, I'll I take do. take a step I, back. I, I, I that's, yeah, that's fair. I, I have my designated ball sack clippers and my designated <laughs> head clippers. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to derail your story, but I, I... <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I'm just happy to know that you shave your balls with a clean set of clippers. That's (laughs) no, but let's sip my beverage while you continue. Uh, Let me present you in a gun cabinet. Let me. (laughs) (laughs) I need to present you gentlemen with a red octagon here. Here's a stop sign for you. Do you guys do your head and your nutsack with the same clippers? Uh, I use uh, I use like a razor for doing my uh, nutsack. <gasps> no, I, I, I have, yeah, I, I, ha- I have a system for sure. Yeah, but no, I don't. No, I don't. The system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there like a diagram on the bathroom yeah, wall? What system is it? No, it's, 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 inter- it's, in, it's internalized at this. It's internalized at this point. But <laughs> what are there like axle jacks and shit involved? Like what's going on over there, man? <laughs> 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 is there like a pit underneath the oil change when you get your car done? Do you stand over like What's going on over there, Yeti? <laughs> so anyway, I'm a, I need a system. I'm I'm a very I'm a very hairy man, right? So it's like okay. it's not it's not like it's not like a. <laughs> Like a like a once over deal, you know. It's like it's like the it's like the the diff, I, the comparison I'll make is like go, you go to wash your car. The difference is between if your if if your car is just you know driving it on the highway doesn't need that much work, or if if you're 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 off roading your ATV, <laughs> you're gonna be there for a while. You know what I mean? If you're trying to clean it, you know you got to get the pressure washer. I think what Chris is trying to say is I have a Remington. Mark has a Braun. He has a John Deere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, you have to fill a jerry can with gas once a month. <laughs> in order to power. Uh, I can't do it in confined spaces. I need to. I need to be like outdoors. So last, last night I said, "Okay, you got to cut my hair. This is driving me nuts." And immediately the room goes a little quiet because she hasn't gotten the goddamn clippers back. So I got a little upset. Like not not upset, like stabbing my feet or anything. I said, "But that kind of fucking pisses me off." Like you didn't. I. So she gets upset with me being upset. This is where it takes, and we had had this incredible day. We went nice walk with the dog. Yeah, I, saw, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was great. Nice day. Great day. 
Great day, yeah, awesome. husband and wife and everything. So then this argument ensues, and she gets mad at me for being mad. And it just, I, luckily, luckily we managed to pump the brakes, but it was one of those, this argument would not be happening were it not for COVID-19. Mm. I guarantee you. Mm. I guarantee you. I've just, you, it, it was just one of those things where I got upset and I had a reason, I had, to me, I had a reason to be upset. She gets upset with me being upset. And I said, what are you getting upset about? You're more upset than I'm upset. And she said, well, it's justified. And I said, well, okay, <laughs> maybe it is justified, but so am I. So what are we arguing about? And it was like, hmm, you're right. Okay, pump the brakes. But I, have you guys reached that precipice yet with your partners? Where it's like, oh, oh. hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you say that to yourself. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, well, you put on the Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually literally said, like, what are we even, what are we even fucking talking about here? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And that usually stops it. I, I, I'm a little bit roller coaster in terms of my uh, emotional stability throughout the day and my <laughs> happiness throughout the day. The other right. thing is I'm trying to work from home and I've got the fucking kids here and she's trying to work from home and she's got the kids and it's just that trying to find that balance like that's why it's i mean absence makes a hurt fucking fonder when you go away for eight hours a day to go to work that's what's, what every, is. what's everybody's happy what's everybody's happy time like pick a time of the day when are you typically happiest and when are you not mm, that's a cool question aside yeah. from pub time mm. <laughs> 6 30 is that for bath time yeah. yeah no so is the morning then your happiest time of the day no, my like nighttime, night like nine nine o'clock when kind of work's all done and she's watching TMZ and I'm just sitting there trying to not watch TMZ. That's that's the best time of the day. Okay, that's cool. It's hard yeah. to get to nine o'clock though. Fuck, when your day starts at like six a.m., nine o'clock feels like a long time from it there. Can. I bet yeah. it, the kids the kids adds oh. to that right. It's it, it's it never ends right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I could imagine. For me, I it's tough. It's tough to pick. Like I li I like aspects of all of the different parts. Like like I'm a very routine kind of dude, so I, I try to do similar things all uh, every day. Uh, so in the mornings, I really I really love the mornings because it's so peaceful and I, and I just kind of sink into the stuff that I usually do in the mornings. Um, after work is nice. You know, like right once I have finished work, I like 5 p.m. Like I, I usually smoke a joint and, and, you know, go tidy up and listen to music or whatever, you know. And at night, yeah, like it's not it's not bad. I mean, I, I go through swings just like Mark was saying, too, you know, but but for the most part, like huh. I don't know. A, a new study finds that 7 p.m. Scientific study finds that 7 p.m. is the happiest time of the day. You know what? Mm -hmm. and, I mean, don't ask me to get into the science of this. It's just it's a, a, a some study by a magazine or a publication called Neuroskeptic. Now it that says you say around that. seven p.m., people are happiest. It's a good yeah. question. Now that you say that, um, that's the time where like the girls have already brushed their teeth and they're in their jammies, and we'll sit down on the couch upstairs and we'll watch something on Disney uh, Disney Plus. So yeah, oh. you know what? Seven o'clock might be the best time because that's when all four of us are there, and it's like. So close to bedtime. Here, here's another one, though. Oh, this this is for seniors. That breakfast time is the happiest time of day. Well, yeah, they're not up at mm -hmm. seven. That's yeah, nine, nine o'clock. They're sleeping. Seven p.m. That's <laughs> seven p.m. They're done. That's mid. That's midnight. Yeah. 
they're in their second cycle uh, of by that. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing at this. I'm going to be the first one there. <laughs> I go to sleep early, man. I'm I I I have an old man schedule, so. Yeah, yeah you uh, do kind of. Yeah, you do kind of have an old what man. Time do you go to bed? Schedule. Uh, usually like ten. Like that's, not, a, that's not, an interesting question to ask people too. What time do you yeah. go to bed, especially during yeah. this? Like, because I find time and days, and it doesn't mm-hmm. even fucking exist anymore. Like, I'm, I, Thursday, like who gives a shit? I'm on a way more military sleep regimen during this than I was before. Cool. Really? Yeah, like I'm I'm asleep every night between ten and eleven, and I'm up every morning around five. Like cool. without fail, I, I barely, I don't set an alarm guys. I mean, I do, but I'm always, my alarm's always on my 18 alarms, but I, one by one, I'm just shutting them off because I'm typically up like clockwork lately, about 20 minutes before the alarm goes off. I'm awake all day. I do shit. And then and this is how I should live my life. Really. I, I've mm-hmm. noticed this like, wow, I'm healthy living in terms of sleep and rest. I feel great. Makes such a huge difference. But I know, but it's just weird because most people I know describe what you're describing in that you're very disoriented and what day is it and what time is it. And everybody else in my household is is enduring that. Yeah. Right. Because, um, yeah, because uh, I mean, Amanda, she's on a, she's on the 14 day thing, by the way, she had the test. She's, she's negative. She's good. Um, but she still needs to stay home for the 14 days. Uh, and so, uh, she, her, her, she's been off for a week. Her sleep is, it's Mm. like in just a week, her sleep's way off. She's dreaming wrong. She's up in the middle of the night. She's out of rhythm. And, but I was living my life out of rhythm. I really was. And this is the one opportunity I've had where I've suddenly had the reverse of, I think what most people are experiencing in that I'm, my time is right. I'm more keenly aware of what time and day it is than I, uh, than I ever was. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. weird? That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. When I was I, a slave, the same way. when I'm slave to the clock and there's a, I'm on the, I'm on the hamster wheel. Mm. I'm more disoriented than I am now. Hmm. I've noticed that too. Like I remember when we first started doing this every day uh, before Mark joined on, I feel like it was a little bit with you, Ben, like a little bit of a, 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 not, not as a judgment, just as an observation, like just getting up to do it. You you know what I mean? The time, like, like, like when we, when you would log on would just fluctuate between like five, 10, 15 minutes sometimes. But now like over the last couple of weeks, it's like you're beating me to the punch on this stuff. Like you're here, like right at seven. Like there's just like a like you're right, like a military precision as far as time, which yeah. is really cool. I've call seen a spade it a spade, sure. Mark. I missed the first one. I slept through it. We talked, uh-huh. to, and, and Chris was justifiably upset with me. Definitely. He's I don't like, know if I was. Just, I, think, I feel like I was way more pissed. In hindsight, I feel like I was way more upset about it than I had any right to be. Um, you know, he was upset because I, I because I was. You know what it was? I felt I, awful. Yeah, no, I felt like shit too after, um, but I was, cause so I was sick at that time too. And off the, off the, the, the vape, like I'm like off the nicotine. So like my mm. mood swings and I'm, 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 I'm in this experiencing that right now as well. Like I'm kind of <laughs> off the, the nicotine. So it's, it's a fucking another level of just straight rage. If, if you didn't get that much from, from the way I went off on motorcycles. <laughs> I, I kind of picked that up. Yeah, I, I did a little bit. See, <laughs> and one, one of these days, if I can be a born again, uh, born again unsmoker, you need to have that same hate for nicotine, and then you'll fucking be fine. 
You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> in, in re- that's it. the cause of it, right? Yep. Yep. Um, where uh, we haven't even talked about what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. That's okay. We okay. just went right into it. This is a f- this is a fun way to start the show. Sure we're is, just man. rearing to go, ready to go. And at Black Sheep Radio's happiest time of the day apparently is 7 a.m. Yeah, that's right. You are talking to three <laughs> men here who are devoting their their absolute best of the day to each other and not their families. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the best you're going to hear and see all day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a man is going to come out that bedroom door in a couple hours, and I'll be, I'll be back to asshole again. Oh yeah, <laughs> riding my fucking motorcycle around. So Ouch. so I I I um I I started to remember a couple of things that that I don't. I only vaguely remember using when I was a child. I, I know um, right. we, 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 I think Ben was it you that posted that on the Facebook page yesterday. That's right. Yeah, we're getting into uh, the technology that you're barely old enough to remember. And sadly, uh, looking at the list, I, I mean, at 49, I'm barely old enough to remember black and white TV. There's only like one thing in all of our comments on the Facebook page that I don't remember. Mm. And one, I, one, I don't know what it is. Hang on. Let me just pull that up. <laughs> so yeah, wanna, while you're, uh, while you're looking that up, I, I can, yeah. I can offer one too. This yeah, is a little different because it's survived its initial, like the item specifically has survived its initial um, commercial play. And it's more of like a nostalgic thing. But I remember um, the original Nintendo, um, yep. the, the reg, like whatever it is, the NES is what Christmas it's called. Christmas 1988, buddy. That's when I got mine. Christmas 1988. I, I never played, I, I never even really used it. Like my dad had it right. And he was laid off and I just remember, oh. right. And I, and he was into it, like yeah. really into it. Yeah. I, I just remember him playing and just like original, like Super Mario Brothers or whatever, and just dominating. And I was that like, is so Lord. funny. My dad, yeah. uh, I had mine when I was nine, and my dad worked security at a hospital in downtown Toronto, so we worked night shift. Uh, so I'd be at school all day, and he'd be fucking playing Nintendo all day. We had Mike Tyson. <laughs> we had Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and I remember getting home from school one day, and he's like, "Hey, I finally figured out how to beat King Hippo." And we had been fucking trying for me for weeks to beat that fucker. Yeah. He's like, got to punch him in the belly and then punch him in the mouth. And yeah. So my dad played it all day. So I got, oh yeah. Good, good call. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to know because I do remember that experience too, except I'm older. So mine was the Atari 2600. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, my mom at the time was dating a guy named Rick who lived with us. I mean, they were together for, for quite a while, actually. Anyway, uh, I got the Atari and I had a game on there. I can't remember what it was, but it was a car racing game. And I played it like 90. And one day Rick was watching me play it. And the next thing you know, I'd go to school. I'd come. He was a shift worker. So if he was on afternoons, he would have the Atari to himself from like 8 a.m. till 2 in the afternoon. And I'd come home and he's got like a piece of paper with his recorded times and everything. (laughs) He got into it. I wonder if there are any moms who like, you know, happened to pick up their kid's game console one day and got totally hooked. It seems like a dad thing. Yeah, watching my every dad, dad has fallen. Every dad has fallen into the game trap with their kids, yeah. where their kids pick up some gadget or neat game, and the dads are like, "Ooh, right." Yeah, how many moms do that? 
Well, we, uh, when we got that Nintendo, um, my grandparents, uh, my stepmom's parents came to visit us, you know, a couple days after Christmas and we all went to bed at the end of the night and they had a pullout couch that was in the living room. And we actually woke up to the sound of laughing and stuff. And we came outside and they were playing the Nintendo in the living room. And the next time we went to their house in St. Catharines, they had a Nintendo. So yeah. And they were like, in in their sixties, just loving it. So, uh, Mark, you, you had that channel changer box. And uh, yeah, I think like Wendy, a, a Wendy did on her Facebook page. <laughs> the, the, yeah, it's 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 the original remote. It was yeah. like a, a box thing was size of a piece of bread. Uh, a lot, Chris, of bread. You, yeah, Chris, are you looking at it right now? The yeah, I, I have no, I have no idea. No what idea that what is. that is when, when you yeah. put, when you Channel post box. it. I was like, what the. F- this is yeah. this is a, a fun game actually. Is a, and people do this on YouTube. They they stick old technology in front of people and just. Uh-huh. watch them guess at what it is sort of, yeah, sort of yeah. thing and that would definitely be one of them i if i didn't use that and it, yeah it, that's the exact one i remember it had three rows of channels little dial on the side that yeah. would allow you to go to the row and then the button it would change as you change it was a yeah the very very early remote there's uh, sharon said they have a rotary phone i don't think you can use those anymore i think i don't, I don't, I don't think yeah i don't, I don't think they got rid of the pulse remember because uh, at one point you would buy a phone a push button phone landline phone <laughs> and you'd have the you'd have the option of pulse <laughs> or tone remember that yeah but yeah. the pulse was actually a replacement of the rotary phone it, it was yeah. like click 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 right so anyway I, I i think bell phased that that whole thing out with dials and pulse tones and such did they not I, I, yeah, I don't know if that phone, that, that's my, uh, that's my aunt. I don't know if that thing still works or not. That's, uh, that comment. Oh, on is that. it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, here's one for you, Ben, only because I don't remember this is party lines. Do you remember party lines where like several houses shared one phone line? It each wasn't. House had, each house had a different okay. ring and you could use your phone if another party, you couldn't use your phone if another party was using it. The way I remember party lines is that you would, you would dial like a number and it wouldn't ring, but you would be able to hear other people talking. Mm, It was the weirdest thing. I didn't get into this much. It was a thing, but I don't know if it was that thing. It was, I didn't, I didn't partake much. I do remember there being a thing called party lights, but yeah, I, I I didn't do it. I just picture like the dispatcher with the plugs, like, Oh, I'm going to plug you through. And she's she's in the back room. Mm. Oh, like, like the operator on the Andy Griffith show type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's one I don't remember from Andrew. I don't in this, this, um, I saw a picture of one of these the other day and it's actually what sort of inspired me to ask this question. The oldest piece of technology, uh, the ringer washer, the, uh, yeah, no, the, I don't remember the, that. And the tub with the two. But it's funny because this Andrew guy also mentions in the same breath rabbit ears, and I remember rabbit ears. So I don't think I'm that far removed <laughs> for the yeah. ringer washer, which is a really scary thing. Um, a Gerald box. I still you, can't get over that thing. So what would that like? What is that? Like, would that's you have the, that in your lap, box. that channel box? Like, no, is it'd that, be on the is table. That, beside, it'd be on the table beside the uh, – so There would be an – that's what a Gerald box is. That's what it's called as a Gerald. Well, that's the company that well, made those ones is Gerald. Yes. Yeah. So basically there's one button for each channel and you just like click it. Yeah. Right? Most, right. most of them didn't work because it was only, you know what I mean? Six <laughs> channels. Most of them. Most of them mm, were no, I see. <laughs> and like, I, I even asked Wendy, I'm like, did you ever try to push two buttons down at the same time? Cause you just inevitably with those buttons, you're like, ah, let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't. Well, I, I use that for all kinds of things. Like if I, 
I was pretending I was Captain Kirk and my my granddad's recliner. That that was my you know the 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 Gerald box was my control unit for the Enterprise. Yeah. It was pretty wicked. Yeah. Uh, and no, I wasn't alive when Star Trek was on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of them <laughs> from Brittany. Yeah. The uh, the eight track player comes into play. I remember the eight track player. I very uh, you know what I mean. I was of the age that even cassettes were phasing out when I was a kid. Oh my like God. I, I had make like I, I make mixtapes because I you record off the radio back then, and uh, I would make mixtapes. But other than that, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised nobody said Mark's uh, entry yesterday of uh, VHS porn. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those VHS porn. Is it VHS or it's porn? <laughs> like, so you never miss some moment. Thank God for Pornhub. It's so much easier to dispose of unwanted porn now. It's just you know you you just. Click. It's gone. Clear, yeah. clear, clear your history. Delete history. Delete history. It's gone. I mean, you used to have to take out 18 boxes that weighed 50 pounds each if you wanted to get rid of your collection. Oh. You know, when the girlfriend was moving in and you had a closet devoted to VHS porn, you had to call a fucking movie company, man. That was horrible. Well, you know, I mean, the more you watched the same fucking cassette over and over again, the tracking got all fucked up and you had to screw <laughs> around with that. Like, porn up. It's 4K quality every time. And sadly, I don't remember the test pattern that uh, Tom put in here on our Facebook page that would come up at the end of the day. No, we had the, Nobody uh, remembers this, right? No, I think that's an American thing for some reason. Well, we had a test pattern here. It was just the colored bars. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And well, they used you do. play that uh, the log rollers, uh, log rollers waltz or whatever the hell it was at the end of the night. And it goes on, remember that fucking so you song? You guys do remember that? I remember that. I, yeah, I, yeah. You, you guys are old enough to remember that some stations would reach the end of their broadcast day, yes. play the national anthem, and then go to the test pattern for that the night. When I was very young, yeah, very yeah. very young. Oh, yeah, there, wow. there's see, a I thought I saw that. Yeah. Oh wow! I see. I thought that would be way way past your your time. I didn't think you guys would go far back enough to remember that really they were still what year were you born chris you're the youngest 87 holy shit yeah. And there were still like when you were a little kid. So this would be the early nineties. There were still stations. Some channels off. like, really? like, I, like I remember, um, I, I could be way off. Um, but huh. I, I remember like Omni, whatever that channel is, you know, yeah, like the, 47. The multilingual. Yeah. The multilingual channel. They, they didn't do pro- broadcasting all night long. Um, some places would run infomercials and that's the stuff that I would watch. Cause I was always like kind of, uh, Channel, 40, Channel 47, which became Omni, there was a time where you could get softcore Italian porn on Channel 47 at like yeah. 1 or 2 in the morning on a Friday. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah. actually see the deed, but you got to see pink parts, and it was pretty wicked when you were <laughs> yeah. like 12, man. No, it's like, like, did you guys mo- ever have blue movies that were on City TV? They had the blue movies that were on at the same yeah. time, like 1 or whatever. That was my yeah, first. Yeah. Aside from scrambled porn, that was really my first foray into uh, ever seeing boobies. Do you know how many cases of Kleenex I went through as a result of that? <laughs> what was the. Uh, I was younger, so it was paper towel for me. <laughs> yeah. Once <laughs> family made their fortune off investing in bounty, once they got on, once they got on, know what their son was doing. <laughs> what was that, Chris? What, wasn't there some chant? It was like this Spanish channel, and there would be this like this this show that they would play late yeah. at night. Yeah, yeah. And it was in about. like it was in Spanish, but it would be like softcore porn yeah. for some reason. But yeah, we're thinking. Like, of, I think we're thinking of the same thing. I think. I think Is that was the same. I think it was the same thing. Yeah, Spanish Italian. I don't know. 
What did you call it? <laughs> I wasn't listening to the, the dialogue. Mine was on mute, yeah. so my parents wouldn't hear. So I didn't know what they were speaking, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> by the end, by the end of my teenage yeah. years, I was I was bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, son, why are you talking like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, thank you, Channel 47. You uh, solved mm. a lot of mysteries, and I got to see a lot of unshaven things. <laughs> it was the 70s, guys. What can I say? <laughs> Don't blame me. It was just the style at the time. <laughs> then you use your razor, and then you can just borrow it back and shave your face with it. Oh yeah! Again, the seventies. That's 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 where Chris's shaver was invented. Was in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris is like amateur hour in the seventies. I don't know why, but people were just hairier in the seventies. Yeah, it was. It was actually. Um Endorsed by uh, Chewbacca, there was like this deal with, yes, in with Star Wars, the, the Star Wars endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys, uh, as it turns out, you guys can uh, can rest easy. Uh, oh, very easy. The, the final numbers came in. Around eighty percent of people said that the uh, COVID restrictions in Ontario should remain in place. Only around 20%, one in five said, loosen these things up, which still has Mark upset. That just means one in five people aren't very brave because unfortunately uh, what city population of Hamilton is uh, 500,000. So that means that means 100,000 people don't give a Mm. fuck. And they're just going to do whatever they want. (laughs) What's funny though, is some of the people and, and not, I'm not going to out anybody because I don't think that's fair. Um, we got no, no, what's, what's funny is, is some of the people that, that voted for, um, loosening restrictions actually are some of the people that I really rely on for, for, for valuable information. So they're like, they're, oh, they're people okay. that so I, you can, pe- I can't yeah. see who voted. I, oh, you I, can't. Okay. So, so yeah, no, I can. Um, okay. and, and so, like I said, like so, some of the people that, that, that I, uh, the other people I just don't know, but the people that I do know that voted to loosen it up are people that I genuinely mm. respect their opinion. Like, like some of them are like, like, you know, professionals in the industry that that see a lot of data and 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 are there on the ground floor and really no joke yeah no joke and i thought that was really interesting because you know it's 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 certainly expected that um most the majority of people um are going to say stay the same but it's the people that see the 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 ground yeah it's it's just i found that interesting you know this is is the danger of the times that we're living in guys is that there are an uh uh, the, the the term alternative facts, thanks to the the current leader of the free world, we things are alternative facts is just every alternative fact is questioned right now. Like there are a lot of doctors, like Chris just said, a lot of doctors, a lot of professionals who are saying that this is too much and that this is actually detrimental. But those people are immediately poo-pooed by the majority for being reckless and dangerous. And it's just, it's, it's a very unfortunate time that 
so much skepticism and cynicism guides our thinking and what we allow ourselves to think or accept as truth or not accept or uh, the possibilities that we sort of erase out of our minds or close ourselves off to simply because we just immediately shut out different thinking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. There's a, there, there, there's a definite level of mistrust in society right now of, of cynicism and skepticism that is so pervasive, uh, like never in my lifetime before, where mm. you immediately just, yeah, shut down to ideas, not based on the content, but based on the source. Yeah. Well, it's like that idea of Newspeak from 1984. Like from the book 1984, where I mean, it's like I've never, you know, I, I've been tempted to pick this up. I've never sure, read Orwell, especially, yeah. especially now with what's going on. It's interesting to kind of, of read that take on things that once, you know, what I mean, words become have have other meanings and stuff like that, and it just became, yeah. I mean, once they own the words, they own the truth, and it, it's just it's yeah. an interesting way of, hmm. of looking at things, and I said, especially in light of what's going on, because as soon as the president of you know, like you said, the leader of the free world starts referring to CNN and you know, I mean major news broadcasts as fake news. That's well, right. That's fucking it, man. That's it. Like you're, you know, I mean, you have the leader of the free world that is saying that the news agencies or, you know I mean? He's also said, you know I mean? He doesn't believe information from the CIA. He doesn't believe information from that. When you're picking and choosing what you're, what you're listening to and then you're broadcasting that to a blind following that mm. is just blindly following you because they, I mean, they have no one else that they can rely on. Then you, know what I mean, you're you're going to win that battle because uh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens in November, and that maybe this shit can end. Um, but even then, you know, what I mean, does he leave the fucking White House? Is it going to be? Oh, it's fake news that the. Yeah, well, there's some, there's some, there's some, way, so it's interesting. Check out, check out 1984 anyway. And it's just, as I will, that, I definitely you know. will. I mean, somebody who is a fan of the book or a believer in the book. And because the one thing I know about 1984 is that every time something in the book happens, somebody who's read 1984 brings up 1984. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like this book. It was written and like revelations in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. self Exactly. Oh, geez, this happened. It must yeah. be coming true sort of thing. That, yeah. that, that, that 1984. So yeah, I definitely want so to pick that up. But if, if somebody bought into 1984 and read it and, and one of those people who's, Oh, this mm. is happening. Is this what's happening right now? Fuel to the fire, jet fuel to the fire. I, I would as it were. so so I would say as as the resident fucking book nerd of the podcast. Yeah, I would say I would say 1984 is definitely pretty accurate with like the language and the twisting of facts to like manipulating and spinning facts to play specifically to a message. Yeah. So I think mm. with the, the one of the more accurate books too is um, a brave new world. I don't know if you've ever read a brave yep. new no, world. Elvis Huxley. I've read that. Yep. So brave new world. The whole principle is that people don't necessarily need to have this big authoritarian takeover to freely give up their rights. All they need to do is be entertained and, to the point where they just don't care about anything else. That is, so a, it's that like, is you know, my number one conspiracy theory is yeah. that reality TV is mental pablum to keep people distracted. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The thing is, is like, I don't know that it's necessarily this big orchestrated 
conspiracy. I just think that natural, it's the natural progression of the shit that we set in motion 50 years ago. Like you're putting, instead of putting a premium on education, you're putting a premium on entertainment and watch, and we're just watching what that decision plays out to be over time. So like, instead of putting like, make it like, I remember in, in school, there's like a thing like the the cool kids were the people that didn't give a fuck about school. Like, I don't know where that came from. Do you know what I mean? But like that, that energy is like one of those things that, that, that has, has just, we're just watching it play out. You know what I mean? And, and it's inevitable. Like, like you, you, you go from a guy like, like, like just think about the, the, the transition between a guy like a president, like George W. Bush, where his whole, his whole perception, the whole perception of him was that he was dumb and that he, he would speak in colloquialisms and he, he was like the, the next door neighbor, nice guy kind of thing, but you know, don't cross him. Right. But he was, he wasn't, he wasn't, um, seen as intelligent. Now further that along to where we are with Trump, there's no, it's, it's just the natural progression of where we're going. Like, who knows what the next thing is going to be. I read, a great, I read a great article on George W. Bush, how uh, it's funny, how just a few years removed. I mean, he was the most sinister, sinister evil president there ever was once upon a time. There was Fahrenheit 9-11 and all this. And Rightfully now, so. And now, well, it's a phenomenon with um, – it was about the American phenomenon of sort of canonizing presidents that uh, once once they're gone, history, it, they, they're very uh, forgiven in history sort of thing. Before Richard Nixon died, he was pretty much forgiven. Yeah. George W. Bush, you're watching the same thing. George W. Bush was loathed, uh, but now he's releasing, hey, we're all together in this videos and he is being lauded as as, as a hero. Yeah, uh, where, where, everything that he said in that COVID video, where was that during his presidency? Yeah, yeah. well, it's funny because it's, it's like, time to be nonpartisan. It's time to realize we're all one under God and all this sort of stuff. Where was that when you were bombing the shit out of Iraq? <laughs> where was that when yeah. you were making up weapons of mass destruction and all that stuff? And George W. Bush has definitely been given a free pass in especially <laughs> in the wake of Trump, because I mean, sure. The guy seems like a genius next to the guy running the show right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is, sorry, you had mentioned uh, reality TV sort of being that pablum for all the shit that kind of goes on in the world. And Mm. Survivor, which is pretty much the, you know, I mean, if we had a a fucking Mount Rushmore of uh, reality shows, that would be at the top because it was one of the first ones uh, actually came out in 2001 right when the fucking bombing of Iraq started. Mm. So it's, Mm. it is, I agree that it's a, it's a distraction. I, I always like to think that people are smarter than that to, to be distracted by such things. But then again, we do a poll yesterday and I find out that 20% of people aren't that smart. So, <laughs> well, you just, but, but yeah. you know what, just getting back to, to, to my point is that I really, I'm just being honest. I mean, I may sound like a whack job and sound irresponsible, but I am that, that side of me is really starting to become awakened in, in my skepticism of, is this all necessary? I, that's a big driving force behind me being one, a member of the 20%. In fact, th- th- I, th- I think, who sent the article to who yesterday? You say, you sent it out, Mark. And there was an article that was, you know, said 5% of people, five, uh, this, this, and that, but there was a majority. There was a, a 28% of people who are definitely limiting their contact uh, and not going out and interacting with people anywhere near their normal level, but still are visiting 
family and friends occasionally. That was the 28%. That, that was a majority group within all of the possible options I fell in, in that I don't uh, I, I don't grocery shop every day. Uh, I don't, you know, like I'm not out there every day and I'm not, uh, but I am visiting family and friends. That was, that was ultimately the, what it came down to. I, I'm not shutting myself into the house and that's sort of where I fall in. I, I want to clarify, I'm not about just open it up. I'm not the 5% who are out shaking hands with people and hugs and kisses and, mm. and waving guns and saying, you're stealing my rights and freedoms. I'm not that. I am somewhere in the middle right now of I definitely I'm pissed off about being told about some of the things I can't do. And I, I find no reason for it. I find it ridiculous. I do. The fact that I can't go up north pisses me off. And I think it's overkill. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I think that's I think it's very I just think it's it's overkill is what it is. I just have one. And I think I sent it to you guys yesterday. It's literally the, the two articles in a row that were on my yeah. Facebook timeline. So as I was scrolling through, I'm like, oh, look at this from Norfolk today. Uh, see, uh, you know what I mean? uh, golf courses, marinas, campgrounds and parks to reopen in Ontario this weekend with a picture of Doug Ford. And literally the next fucking article is Texas sees 1000 new coronavirus cases for five straight days in wake of reopening. And that's Texas, why, yeah. Like, but is but Texas, so, okay. okay, so how did Texas reopen? So here's the okay. Oh, so Texas, Texas to my understanding, were the two most liberal states when it came to restrictions. So Georgia so and te- Texas, they're pretty much. They're yeah, also, just go back at it. They're also probably two of the least educated states in the United States. Thus, showing you that if you give stupid people an inch, they're going to take a fucking mile. That is just, it's just the way it is. Yeah, Georgia is um, probably 48th in education in the United States, followed very closely by North Carolina and South Carolina. And I can't imagine Texas is much fucking higher. So, so, te- okay, so, so Texas people that are just fucking going out and like I said, you're not going to take my rights. I'm going to do what I want. I'll get my hair cut. I'll go fucking do whatever. I'll go to a massage parlor. I'll go to a tattoo parlor. Like, fuck me. Okay, so Texas, Texas, oh, hold on. Texas hasn't re- Texas hasn't reached like they they opened up their restrictions before they reached the peak and started seeing cases go down. So they were they were closed for a little bit, but their their cases were still rising at the point that they opened it up again. So so they're they, not what, an example of what we're doing. What? Yeah, and my question is, what did they reopen in Texas? Because I know they, Georgia had the the most liberal. They were the nails salons and the bowling alleys. Did, did Texas do something similar? Because I know oh, Georgia's yeah. numbers are up. Texas did something similar. Their numbers are up. So sure. Th- th- they reopened restaurants. They did, they did. Right. Uh, yeah. Bar owners. Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, but it's. See, it's what, uh, so yeah. yeah, was it yesterday? The announcement came out the golf course. What was it? Golf courses. Marinas. Marinas. Uh, campgrounds. Campgrounds. Are there a go? As far Correct. as that, I think that today is the day they actually make the official. Today's gonna, yeah. Doug Ford's making this big announcement today at City Hall. Okay. Um, and he's excited to do that. They're saying that we're on the precipice of opening phase one of reopening, and we're doing it in phases, obviously, of reopening stuff. But it sounds like there's going to be some announcements today. That's what I'm for. That's exactly what I'm for. Is things thing golfing, for example. We have had long enough to stand in a grocery line to understand to maintain six and a half feet. And it's pretty goddamn easy to maintain six and a half feet on a golf course and to have a bag of hand sanitizer in your bag to tell me I can't go golfing. 
this is where I get angry. Is, well, is, well, to me, is, to me, is ridiculous. There or touch anything there, or you know what I mean. You don't need to buy a fucking bag of, or a box of golf balls because you fucking shank three into the wood right. on your first hole. That's and, right. You're and, absolutely right. So if you can go out and and golf and maintain your, di- why on earth can I go golfing? That is my question. Is if I can do it, if I can find a group of three guys and we all agree, hand sanitizer, six and a half feet should be easy enough on a golf course. Why can't we go golfing? We're not going to come you, okay, so in the had, or any five, of that stuff. If you had five guys, we just proved yesterday that one of them wouldn't give a shit and would be climbing all over the fucking for you. <laughs> well, okay, so, so when you okay, Ben, when you well, like from my, from my from my experience, anytime I go to do a social distancing quote unquote social distancing drink with somebody, I haven't been doing it at all, really. But but anytime that I that I that I, I have found myself in those situations, the moment you see that person that you're quote unquote social distancing with, the rules go away. So you can say that the intention to go and 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 golf is great and everyone's going to maintain their six feet or whatever. But the moment you have a, a, a swig of that flask and, and you're on the, you're on the seventh, you're on the seventh green and you make a good shot. Those rules go away. Nobody, I, I understand that everybody has the best intentions, but, but in practice it never works. Right. And, you and you yeah. can say, Oh, we social distance all you want. And you can tell everybody that that's what you're doing. But in reality, you're out there, you're high-fiving, you're hugging, you're oh, sharing a golf cart. Ben, it doesn't work. If, yeah. If we went golfing and you hit a hole in one, I would be fucking rolling around on the grass. We exactly. Upping you. Like it's just COVID or not, that's a hole in one. So it's just it's because not real. boys it's will like, be boys and we're humans and we want to be social and we don't want to be six feet. I want to be six feet away from people at Walmart because I don't fucking know them. I don't know where they've been. And don't trust them if you if the three of us went golfing it, i would have a blast but it's that's gonna have thing. to happen we're gonna have to go golf. we're gonna have to go for a round soon absolutely once this shit all opens. absolutely so, oh god absolutely. oh god yeah and bring cameras too because i'm horrible at golf but i love so doing it yeah it's right fun. on i'm so excited oh yeah, yeah no i don't know We'll see. I hope it works. And, and can we have an agreement? I would I would love as long as this continues, I would love to take that poll every, once a week just to, to just to measure. So our star measuring stick right now is four to one. And I'm not trying to rally the troops and say loosen up restrictions or anything like that. I just I find it. I'm very fine fa- within myself of just um, finding out what it does to one's perception of the world and one's beliefs and value system being in this very unique situation. And I would imagine as time goes on, like we said from the start, that this this loosen things up movement is going to become bigger until it eventually becomes the majority. That's my belief. Well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I I also think that there's going to be a subset of people that even once everything opens up, they're going to be very have a a really hard time adjusting to uh, readjusting to to the life that they were leading before. Like there's going to be a lot of people that that are going to be extra careful. You know, I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be I open. So. I don't think it's going to be opening the floodgates by any means. I, th- I think the no. 70, like of the 78% of people that say that we're going to stay the same. I think there's a large majority of those people that are going to, you know, peek their head out of the fucking bunker and look around before they step out. You know what I mean? For sure. And I hope they do. I hope yeah. everybody does. I really like, but it, I'm, what I'm saying is I've got enough faith in humanity to, to, to start, start to get back at it. Where, whereas you guys don't, I think that's short and long of it. 
Yeah, no, there's, I don't, I, I just don't like, here's the thing when it comes to the health of my health and the health of my family and the people that I care about, I refuse to put that into other people's mm. hands to the best mm-hmm. of my ability. I don't trust yeah, I people. I think people are, I think people are selfish. I think people are going to act within their own best interest and I don't fault them for that. I just think it's the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. If we were to, if I'm going to be like, Oh, we'll trust people to just do what they need to do and do what's right. It's not, it's not real. Like I, I, you know, I, it's not like people will say one thing and they tell people that they're doing one thing and then the, the reality of, of their actions are a completely different thing. So I, I don't, I, I think government, uh, intervention in this case is really the only path forward. All right. All right. Good one guys. Two COVID days in a row. Good <laughs> one. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. Kind of, kind of, yeah, and kind of no. Uh, tomorrow, Paul. It's three. Paulie Morris is on with us tomorrow. And I know. So, yeah. Paulie Morris is on with uh, with us tomorrow. Whose question I, was this? Because it's a good one. It, just a, it was just a meme that I saw. I threw it up for you guys. So I, I, yeah. I'm super curious to see what people say for this one. <laughs> yeah. So are we gonna we got to tease it. Sure. Yeah. Paulie sent me his list last night. Do you see his list? Yeah. It's you're yeah. being chased. You're being chased by the cops. What song's playing in the background is is the question for tomorrow. And we're asking you for your your list of five. I've only got two so far. I've got yeah. my five. I've got my five. Done. I've got some. I've got some going too. I what's what I like about this one, and I think the biggest takeaway out of this one is going to be the playlist that we create because I think a lot of people are going to subscribe to that playlist. This gonna is going to be, be yeah. Actually, be last, so last week's play, playlist was really good, but this one's going to be yeah. This one will definitely this will rock out. This will be good. Yeah, yeah. This will yeah. be good. All right, cool. Right on, guys. See you tomorrow, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.